0: If you Welcome back, um, season two, episode two. This week I sat down with my friend Mason Piedfoot, uh, that's Mason de Chris on uh, Twitter, or Maison de Cri, if you can do a French accent, or just pronouncing as they're meant to be pronounced. Um, Mason's a good friend of mine, she's a big hip hop fan. We had a good chat about hip hop, We uh, we got into it particularly around some early 90s. Uh, conscious hip hop, which is her main bag, so look forward to that. And um, this week, our sponsor is bedsforkids.org, which is an organization that surprisingly helps kids get beds, which is extremely important and, as I'm sure you'll agree, very worthy cause. So, if you want to support the podcast in any way, go give money to bedsforkids.org at the request of our guest Mason. Um, no further ado, let's get into it and find out if Mason is interested in music. To start, tell us a few things about yourself. Some handy pointers for this are like things like, what's your name, where are you from, what do you do, stuff like that, you know.
1: Like, for 11?
0: I don't know. Whatever you like. Start, start with name. Oh that should be the easiest one, I think.
1: Oh, uh, shit. I don't know. <laughs> it's Mason. Yeah. Mason Kimberly paid for
0: Oh, wow. You got um, full full information here. That's
1: the whole thing. Nice. yep. I'm 24. That wasn't one of the things that you...
0: I mean, they're just in. a guide. You can go with whatever you like.
1: Okay, I have a cat named Minnie. She's the love of my life. Yeah. I do public affairs for the Navy. Nice temporarily. Nice. What was the other? What were the other things? Uh, where
0: are you from? What do you do? I think we've kind of covered what do you do, but where are you from?
1: S- S- Charleston, South Carolina.
0: And that's where you live now. Yes. But not for long. For
1: now, not for long.
0: Because you have big grand plans.
1: We both have big grand plans. Yeah, we
0: do. But this isn't about me. This is about you, the guest, oh. Mason, Kimberly, Schiffer. Okay.
1: <laughs> is that all you want to know? Should I list like my hobbies and interests? And I mean, you dreams? can tell us as much
0: as you like. Social security number, date of birth.
1: Okay, my credit card number. And- yeah,
0: I mean, if you want, a, if you take a picture, we can tweet it alongside the link when yeah. it goes out.
1: Yeah, I like that.
0: Yeah? All right. Well, um, as much as you want to share. That's all I
1: have to share. That's it. Well, I do stitching. I share that on Twitter sometimes. I like embroidery. You do. And yeah, I like to write and run and read. Yeah. And that's it.
0: Nice. That's the whole package right there.
1: Yeah, it's kind of sad, but that's it. No,
0: writing and reading is a big one, I think.
1: Oh, it's so hard. Not everyone does that.
0: It's hard to it's it's hard it. to read. All them letters getting jumbled up. Oh, like, it's What do they mean? So They're just lines hard. to me. Right?
1: Yeah, I'm like breathing heavy, sweating. It's a lot of work. <laughs> Someone's got to do it.
0: Yeah, I mean, someone has to, because I'm certainly not picking up the slack, my end. So you got to read for both of us. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank God. Someone's out there. God bless the troops. That's what I say. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: I'm braver
0: than the truth. <laughs> okay. Um, are you ready for music questions?
1: <sighs> fine, I guess. I'm nervous, but... You don't need to be nervous. We've
0: we we we've been through this. It's going to be fine. We both know your okay. answers. I can give you pointers if you need them. Can you... I've got them written I down, like do she- she-
1: Can you... Okay, good.
0: <laughs> so, to get started... What was the first album you bought? Oh,
1: shit. Um, I don't remember. I should have printed out the answers that I gave you.
0: <laughs> yeah, what did I, I mean, say? You, I mean, this one you should know anyway, right?
1: Okay. Oh, no, I remember. Okay, so I think what I said was that I um, am a millennial, so I didn't <laughs> buy actual CDs. Like, the yep. first music memory I have was, like... Brushing my teeth with my headphones in, plugged into my hit clips. Do you know what hit clips are? Do I think that's even
0: too millennial for me. I'm only like a few years older than you, and that's not something I'm aware of.
1: So it's like, what if it was not a real thing and I just like made it up in my <laughs> it's head? It's what I'm they have crazy? in
0: the South, right? <laughs> it's, it's all you guys. Have
1: yeah, got. it's, it's just a Charleston thing, and yeah. nobody else knows about it. <laughs> no, it's like it only it only played like. Not even the whole song, like a minute per song, and you had to buy these little cartridges and they were like five or ten dollars. They were expensive. It was such a scam. <laughs> but I fell for yeah. it and I had like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears. I think the I think my answer that I told you earlier was um like a Backstreet Boys hit clips, right? Can you check the notes? I mean is that you what, said it was <laughs> you, said, you
0: said NSYNC, but you also said no, you said Backstreet Boys, no. but you also said that the first album you actually went out and purchased on CD was "Evening Out with Your Girlfriend" what? by Fall Out Boy.
1: Oh shit, that's right. Oh god, I should have. I should have these answers in front of me. Um, yeah, so I was. Um, I'm a huge dumbass. I was a huge Fall Out Boy fan. So picture me in middle school, like a chubby tomboy. Um, who didn't wear makeup but did wear four ass loads of eyeliner? Nice, and that was that was my emo persona. No, we have all been there. we have all had Fallout an emo face.
0: I'm still in mine.
1: Yeah, it wasn't just me, like, I you know, like my brother had an emo face, I had to do mine. Yeah, I was such a diehard that I was on their like their forum, the yeah. Fallout Boy forum. That's <laughs> and I. Uh, I saw them in concert once, and I was yeah. It's all very embarrassing. I love talking about it.
0: I I mean I've seen Fall Out Boy in concert. I loved the first few albums. By have Fall you? Boy. Yeah, I have. I saw them in South London in 2007, I think, or 2006 maybe. Okay. It was fucking wild. I loved it. I um,
1: South London. Yeah. As an American, I have no idea where that is, but it sounds exciting.
0: That's in London, but the south part.
1: Ah, oh, alright <laughs> That makes sense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> i've never been there
0: i don't know <laughs> you have directions there oh, wow what a world. Oh, I, the metrics buddy system, i'm still bad like, at directions
1: even in america
0: so <laughs> well i um you say you're a diehard and was on the forums and that is pretty diehard because even now your girlfriend is like before <laughs> even their debut album like that's like old 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 stuff you're like yeah, there from the start right
1: no, so I got into it around Take This to Your Grave. Right. And so I was that bitch who was like, "What? what's before this that I can fall in love with so <laughs> I can be that bitch? Nice. You know? Like, oh, I love Evening Out. Oh, you haven't heard of it? It's their first album. You wouldn't know of it. Like, that was, <laughs> that was me
0: I, in middle school. Honestly, it worked because I was intimidated. I was like... Oh my god, I don't even think I heard of that one. What's that one? <laughs> I had to Google it. No, don't
1: fall for it. It's I did, it just
0: happened. I've been conned. I listened to I tried to find it on Spotify, it's not even on there. Like, this is.
1: Really? Yeah, oh my bad. god, I'm Google so fucking cool.
0: The, wow, um, yeah.
1: I'm so cool. So you hadn't heard of it before? i have never like, heard of that either. You were a fan no, before? No. Wow, so I'm a better fan than you.
0: Oh, definitely. Easily. Yeah, i like cool. a better
1: that that amounts to a lot. Yeah. For me as a person, like that's what's important. I know the most Fall Out Boy album. I mean,
0: lucky you. There's someone's got to have that title, and it's you.
1: Yeah, I got a lot going for me.
0: So. <laughs> what was your favorite Fall Out Boy song?
1: Oh shit! Um, I didn't study for this. <laughs> it doesn't have to be out off of that album, right? Like, it can just be any. It could be
0: from any, but I know my favourite one that was from that EP, if you were interested, but...
1: I'm interested. I don't even to, remember the songs on that well,
2: one. Well,
0: I only knew one of them, and it was one that they re-recorded on their first, like, full-length album, and it's my favourite one off oh, of that album. Oh, gosh. So, it's called Calm oh, Before gosh, the Storm, I and I love it.
1: Yes, that's right. That was also on Take This to Your Grave. Yes. So, my favourite is was first released on Take This to Your Grave. And it's Saturday.
2: I'm good to go, and I'm
1: going nowhere fast.
2: Could be worse, it could be taken you there with me. I'm good to go. And it looks like I'm still on my own I'm good to go for something good.
3: I've been going through and I'm potential
0: Yes. But
1: I actually love the entire Take This to Your Grave album. But Saturday was the song that got me into That
0: is a very way. good song. I enjoyed that one a lot.
1: Which is I... like the douchiest sentence I've ever said, but. No, why is it's it? It's good. You
0: will go through these different phases, right? It's nice to have a fallout Boy phase. It makes you. Uh, rounded millennium. Well-rounded. If you didn't have one, <laughs> yeah. where were you?
1: Yeah, no, if you don't have a Fall boy phase, you're a fucking joke. Don't even exactly. talk to me. Exactly,
0: like, how old are you? Exactly. If you're older than Pete Wentz, don't want to know. Basically, you might as well be dead.
1: Oh, God. I used to have the biggest crush on Pete Wentz. Didn't everyone? And then Patrick Stump. No, but then I was like, okay, I'm going to be alternative... And I'm going to fall in love with Patrick
0: Stump. (laughs) Nothing ever came of
1: that.
0: I like his voice a lot. Yeah, he
1: can. And he's a cutie, too. He's very short, which I like.
0: I think Pete Wentz is an absolute idiot, right? But one thing that I do, the one thing I respect about him is that it's his band. He writes the lyrics. But he knows that the other guy's a better singer. And he's like, you know what? Have all the words. You yeah. sing it. It's fine. Like, it's it's fine good to know that. your limitations. It's like, I'll just be the lyricist yeah. and the one, like, the hot one. It's fine. So, so I can live with that.
1: The hot like, one. He is, in
0: though, is Patrick sounds
1: pretty hot. I mean,
0: yeah, but I, I, I would say, in the eyes of the mainstream, at least. Not like you and me, like, Dia, Yeah. It's, it's, no, he, he's know,
1: like, like every emo girl's dream. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, I don't know, with the gun tattoos on the waist and all that sort of stuff. Like... I remember oh does seeing, he yeah man
1: does he have that yeah.
0: yeah look it up google it but after the show we we need to get through this stuff can't have you pause okay i'll write it down pete wentz's stomach <laughs> tattoos <laughs> i'll
1: write it down as homework
0: yeah good plan uh, <laughs> i mean we won't spend too long talking about fall Out boy because fall Out boy isn't the reason why i wanted to have you as a guest the rest of your answers are the reason i wanted to have you as a guest
1: is it the raw thing?
0: to uh, so that It's 100% the raw thing. But <laughs> before we get it to that Jesus. one... Um, what are you listening to at the moment?
1: Oh, here. so for our oh. listeners, uh, I know you can't see me. I'm about to show Tom my rap yearbook.
0: I'm so excited about this. I listened to the playlist on Spotify for the yearbook.
1: Yeah, so, and I actually, I made a better playlist of it, if you want me to send it to you. I would love you to. So, this is, um, it's called The Rap Yearbook by Shea Serrano. He's really good to follow on Twitter, too. But the playlist you followed is probably, oh, so the full title is the most important rap song from every year since 1979, Discussed, Debated, and Deconstructed. So, the playlist that you followed is probably the 30-odd songs
0: featured in this book.
1: But he also mentions a lot of other songs that like were, you know, second runner up and all this other stuff. So I made a playlist called The All Inclusive RYB and it has nice. every song that he mentions in the book. So that's awesome. That. Yeah, that's what I'm working through right now.
0: What do you what do you think about the book firstly?
1: It's super good. So this guy, Shay Serrano, um, his Little nickname is the whitest guy you know because he's... Or slash uh, I'm the white guy is what he calls himself because he's like... If you see any pictures of these rappers in the 80s or 90s, if there's, like, any white guy in there hanging out with them, it's this guy, Shea Serrano. So right. he, he's a journalist, and yeah. he reports on 80s, 90s hip-hop. So he knows his shit, yeah. and you can tell when you read it. Like, he really knows his shit. It's, like, it, it's a wild ride. Yeah. You got to read it.
0: I, I want to. It's on my list.
1: I have an extra one. I wish I could send it to you and it not cost, it, like, a million dollars.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe one day when it's not international mailing, we can do that. One day. One day. One day soon. I um.
1: I don't remember what you asked me. I just went on a, a rampage. I asked you what you're currently book. listening to,
0: and you're listening to the book, which is pretty cool. Oh, yes. But I, I yes. listened through the 36 songs, and fucking hell, there's some good songs in there. 90s and 80s rap was so good. Like, old hip-hop was so good.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's crazy because, like, you can only pick one for each year, and mm. he goes into his... Defense for a lot of these, like why did I pick this song and not that song? Yeah. You know, because there's not, like, surprisingly, there's not a lot of NWA on here, which yeah. I think is like a little bit of a travesty. But he defends, he defends his choices, and it makes sense. It's just, I mean, it's good to listen to the playlist, but you should read. I think you'd really like the book. I think his I would explanation so. for why this song like changed the course of hip hop, yeah. and it's he goes super deep into it.
0: I think. That was what I started to notice as I was listening, is a lot of the songs on the playlist, like, like obviously you've got like um, Rapper's Delight and you've got like The Message and things like that, like stuff you'd expect mm-hmm. to see, but then when it gets to like late 80s, there's like, I can't remember what Tribe song's on there, um, I've got the playlist open because I'm prepared uh, Bonita, Apple. I haven't
1: made it that far. Yeah, see, and that I would not have picked that song. Like, that's not one I of my favorites.
0: What great is, like, you can tell by it. It's not necessarily that he's picking, like, the most popular song from that time. It's clearly the ones that have had an impact and influenced other people. And, like...
1: Yeah. Like,
0: the artists who make it, who make the cut are artists who you can see, like, if you hear it, you're like, oh, I've heard this done a dozen times more by other people ever since then. Like, you can hear it flow through. Um, I think, like, one thing that really surprised me was Eminem's on there, but it's My Name Is, and I'm like, is that the best Eminem song? But it's not about that. It's about, like, yeah. what did it influence and what no. it bring.
1: It's, it's more about, like, what um, did it separate itself from the year before it. Like, Sucker MC, Run DMC, Sucker MCs, yeah. kind of separated itself from what came before it because it was... It was like dividing the old fluffy kind of like Sugar Hill gang, fluffy yeah. kind of, you know, easily commercially consumed hip hop yeah. from the more confrontational, aggressive, yeah. like it was the old school versus like this is the new school, like this is how we're gonna do it now. You know. So it yeah. wasn't about like what's what's good, it was about like what's what made a difference.
0: Yeah. I um, I think like I don't know, like I I always whenever I find hip-hop artists and start listening to them I always google them because I always enjoy the backstory and stuff and I think there's I know there's a lot more kind of mythology around hip-hop artists a lot of the time than there are bands because you find out more about the individual and the amount of artists who you read about who go oh yeah I do this because of like Biggie and then you read about Biggie and it's like I do this because of Wu-Tang like not stuff like stuff was so clearly influenced all the way through. And you see that knock-on effect even to today. Like, you hear some of the ways in which, like, new rappers, like, use their voice as an instrument sometimes. And you can hear it in this stuff from, like, the early 90s. And you're like... Like, I've just super got back into Wu-Tang recently. And it's partly because of listening to that playlist. I was like, fuck, I need to listen to 36 Chambers mm-hmm. again. And hope we'll come onto to that at some point, I think. But, you um, no, it's such a cool playlist. And I was glad you recommended it because there's so much in there that like I'm familiar with but so much I didn't know as well.
1: Oh, you're going to like my playlist more than because it has, it's it's going to be like a hundred something songs. It's like every single song that he mentions in the book.
0: Well, I'm excited. It tells a it.
1: really cool story.
0: Yeah. yeah. What's your favourite track in the book that makes them love? Um, well, I'm still
1: reading it. So far, I enjoy the history around, um, geez, this is hard. <laughs> this is like the corniest answer, the easiest answer, but I like the history around Rapper's Delight by Sugar Hill Gang, because yeah. it was, it was like the inception of hip hop. I said a hip
3: hop, hip, hip, the a do the hip, hip hop, and you don't stop the rockin' to the bang, man, boogie, say up, jump the boogie, to the rhythm of the boogie to beat. Now what you hear is not a test, I'm rapping to the beat. And me, the groove, and my friends are gonna try to move your feet. You see, I am Wonder Mike, and I like to say hello. i to the black, to the white, the red, and the brown, and the purple, and yellow. But first, I gotta bang, bang, the boogie to the boogie, say up, jump, the boogie
1: to the bang, bang. The origin story of hip-hop which yeah. is pretty cool, but it was a very controversial song uh, because... These guys were just kind of like Frankenstein together. Um, they weren't, they weren't like the real guys yeah. out on the streets doing it. Like it was a very like commercially packaged song, and it was it's very fluffy and white. Honestly, have you heard? Have you heard the song? I mean, it's very yeah. it's upbeat and it's yeah. like it's very it's, easy um, to consume.
0: There's a documentary on Netflix that came out. Maybe a couple of years ago, I think, about like the history of hip hop. And they talk about Rappers Delight because it was obviously huge and really blew up and kind of expanded the scene or whatever. But they um, apparently, like, the first, I think it's the first guy, like, the first verse is like entirely stolen from this guy who, like, it, yeah,
1: yeah it is. So it was, um, it was basically Sylvia Robinson who worked for the Sugar Hill Records Company, the yeah. record label, she saw, like, all this stuff that these real rappers were doing, like, Africa Bombita, and she was like, oh, I want to, like, you know, packages for white people, which were the people spending the money on the music. Yeah. And so she just kind of, like, cherry-picked these guys, and, yeah, they, they stole, which is another, like, huge part of any genre, but definitely in hip hop is, you know, stealing other people's rhymes and they just kind of Frankenstein this song together and it did really well, but it was, yeah, it was very controversial.
0: But I like the history behind it. It's very cool to hear, like, the almost like, when they talk about it in the documentary, they talk about like, it's like this, like, I don't know, they're like almost shunned as people because of they've stolen and they're not rappers. Yeah. And they're just like, one Like one of the guys was like a butcher or something and they like just asked him because he hung out with some rappers and he just joined in and things like that. And it's like, I know it's crazy. The whole, I feel like hip hop is one of the only scenes that has like actual like real rivalries and like, like, I don't know, the fact that people are openly stealing other people's songs and getting away with it and stuff like that is crazy. It's cool. But it's terrible. Yeah, the they were very well to read about.
1: soft. The Sugar Hill Gang was very, like, it's like in Straight Out of Compton, if you've seen the movie where they start, you know, they start selling music and they start, like, making it, and the people, like, the real rappers yeah. from the block start kind of shunning them because they're doing really well and making good music. It's, it's kind of the same thing, except the Sugar Hill Gang, like, never really like had their own style. They were no. very commercial, but um, it's still. They're very soft, yeah. like, compared to, like, Africa Bombita and, like, you know, Grandmaster Flash and, like, the real guys. Like, they were very yeah. soft. So that was probably, like, a weak answer to give you, but I just, I find the history behind it kind of fascinating.
0: I think it is. It's, it's awesome. And I love how you can, like, even when you go back, like, how it, like, came about by being, like, I don't know, like, DJs at house parties and then a guy, like, MC and over the top and then it just, like, evolved into this new thing. And it's it's incredible the way it's gone. Um and I think like, I mean, I guess a lot of musical genres expand out in different ways. And that, I guess if you think like of rock music, there's those different angles it can go down. But I guess like, I don't know, for me, hip hop is such a broad genre. And we go, oh, hip hop, it's rappers or whatever other people think. But there's so many different like variations on it.
1: Yeah, and it started out as something totally different. I mean, mm. black music in the 70s was predominantly disco. Yeah and that's that's where hip hop began I mean, in a weird way i think it was like it was just dj's at first it was like people like dj cool um, playing breaks of songs and then like combining two breaks together yeah. and then it became this whole other animal but it, it goes into it into the in this book about how it kind of evolved from just DJs to like putting putting breaks together and like putting these beats together and then talking over it, you know. Yeah,
0: no, it's That's it's cool very stuff. cool and it's it sounds like it's such a good book from the sounds of it and like the the playlist is very good that I listen to and I'm excited to hear the longer one definitely and to read the book actually I'll be interested in that.
1: Yeah, you should. Oh, Lord,
0: do. I'll get to it <laughs> Um, Mason, this is a tough one for you, but what's the best live show you've ever seen? And I always say to Jesus. people, you can define this in whatever way you like. It might be that it's the first one you ever saw, so you really remember it, or it might be the most fun you had. It might be the best like performance, whatever you like.
1: Okay. So, okay. Let me preface this by saying that, um, I don't see a lot of shows. Yep. I don't know if that's my thing, or I don't know if it's because I live in Charleston and there's not, like, a great music... Like, people don't come here. Yeah. Um, Or if it's because I'm trying to save money, and, like, if I have money, the shows that I want to see are, like, stand-up or improv, but um, the answer I gave you (laughs) is that I I don't know why I did. I don't know if I was, like, drunk or something, but... Literally, the first thing that came to mind is the time that I was, um, I think I was in like the fifth grade, and I was obsessed with WWE and Raw, and I had my mom take me to a live Raw match, and (laughs) uh, it was pretty life-changing. There was this kid there on his dad's shoulders yelling at the guy's. Like quit being a pussy or something with <laughs> with pussy in it, and I was just scandalized. Like, what does that mean, you know? But it was like it was um, Charleston culture to a T.
0: That's the most memorable
1: <laughs> for me. It's not music. It's just like it's, I, it's a lot you know I can what think I was of. thinking
0: about, it and I was thinking like, right, she's not seen any shows. She's seen raw. How could we work this into a music podcast? And then I was thinking like. <laughs> What do I remember about Raw from when I was a kid? And the thing I remember the most, right, is Triple H's uh, music, like metal songs. Did he have music? Oh, they all have music oh my cause gosh!
1: They walked down, so right, because right, Triple H was the guy with the long hair, right, the long curly hair, and he'd get all like metal
0: there's, in the ring. There's and, so many of them right? who have long hair. It's like a wrestler thing, like loads of muscles and long hair.
1: No, I, I think I can see his face. Like, I think I know what you're talking about. I was obsessed with him and Chris Jericho. Yeah. Oh, so cute. Break the
3: wall! Break down the wall!
0: They had some good good walk music, I think. I remember some of the hits they did. from back That's then. That's
1: a stretch right there. I know, it's really hard. You're trying to tie but, that into your like, podcast.
0: I know, but I'm really trying my best not to mention the fact that you said you saw Hilary Duff in concert, because I definitely don't want to talk about that. Okay, so you, I think, you did
1: tell me you were going to bring that up. So I mean, this is
0: making it in. I knew that was I'm going to be talking. This is going to be <laughs> So the like 15 to 20 people who will hear this I... are going to know.
1: I went to a Hillary Duff concert. <laughs> I won't deny it. I was... Um, what if it was like last year? I be, believe it. <laughs> it was such a long time ago. It was last June. <laughs> now, I think I was... I think I was in elementary school. Um, I sang all the words. It was life-changing. I did see Fall Out Boy live also. Yeah. But I think that's it. Like, I, Other than that, I just don't... Like, that's not what I want to do with my disposable income, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Like, maybe if I was in a place like Nashville or, like, where, you know, good bands go to to perform, yeah. I'd probably go a lot more. But right now, it's just Hilary Duff
3: and Fall Out Boy. Kickin' lyrics right through your brain when you hear this saying, you'll be right
0: as rain. I liked this answer, by the way. I'm going to preface this question with that. Um, what is okay. a sentimental song to you, and why is it sentimental?
1: So I remember this one.
3: That's Damn It Feels Good to Be a Gangster by Ghetto Boys. Damn it feels good to be a gangster. A real gangsta ass nigga plays his cards right. A real gangsta ass nigga never runs his fucking mouth. Cause real gangsta ass niggas don't start fights. And niggas always got a hot cap. Showing all his boys how we shot him. Real gangsta-ass niggas don't flex nuts Cause real gangsta-ass niggas know they got it And everything's cool in the mind of a gangsta Cause gangsta-ass niggas And
1: deep. it's a little nostalgic for me because that's... Um, I think Ghetto Boys is what really got me into hip-hop when I was in high school, yeah. when I was a wee 16-year-old. I just have I have memories of, like, um, listening to the song and it felt so angsty teenager, like when I would be driving home from my job, the first job I ever had. Do you guys have Bojangles there?
0: I don't think so. Do you know
1: what Bojangles is? Bojangles, it's like the pinnacle of American fast food. It's like a chicken and biscuit place. I don't know if they're all over, I don't know if they're just in the South, but um, yeah, I was the biscuit bitch at Bojangles, and... I would get off at, like, 11.30 and drive home in my Explorer that I totaled with the windows down, listen to damn, it feels good to be a gangster. And that's, like, high school memories for me. Yeah.
0: Got, gives you those feelings. I'm getting... The memories. Yeah,
1: I'm getting teary yeah, I can see about it.
0: it. I, um... <laughs> I'd, I'd never... I don't think I'd ever heard the song until you sent it to me, honestly. Um, and... I listen to it, Classic. and I like it a lot, but I listen to more of the Ghetto Boys as well, and it doesn't sound like mm-hmm. the rest of their stuff at all.
1: No, I mean, Six Feet Deep is also slow, very slow and chill. Yeah, That's another, like, nostalgic high school song for me, yeah. Six Feet Deep is very sad, it's very good. Yeah,
0: they, um, I was, I, I read up on them, as I do, when when I find a hip-hop artist, and like, they, I was listening through, like, some of the earlier albums, earlier today actually and they like they're like cited as being like the the creators of horrorcore and like the extremely graphic and disturbing lyrics yes <laughs> and, and like, you're, like yeah. yeah that's so, what i need to hip hop <laughs> no they like
1: especially if you listen to "Mind playing tricks it's very graphic and if yeah. you saw the album cover did, so did you see the album yeah, cover yeah. of we can't be stopped
0: yes yeah.
1: do you know the story behind no. that i don't so So I don't, you should look up the picture, but the night that was taken, uh, Bushwick Bill was supposedly high on PCP, drunk off his ass, fighting with his girlfriend and begging her to to kill him. And um, he, I guess one thing led to another, and he shot himself in the eye. And they rushed him to the hospital, and they took this picture, and it's actually the album cover of We Can't Be Stopped. And it's him on a gurney. Willie D is on his right. Scarface is on his left. And he's pulled down his eye patch, and you could see where he shot himself in the eye. And I remember hearing that story when I was in high school and being like, that is the most gangster shit I've ever heard (laughs) in my life. (laughs) It's so crazy. But afterwards, um, I found out that he, like... He's a born-again Christian, and he said he regretted taking that photo. And I was like, well, it kind of puts a damper on the story.
0: But yeah, it does a bit.
1: If you take the story without that stuff, it's still pretty fucking cool.
0: It is cool. It's, obviously it's very it's terrible, graphic. Obviously, but it's cool as well. I, um, I am a band I particularly like. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Manic Street Preachers.
1: No, they are a Brit-
0: were or well, are a British band, but they were big, particularly in the '90s. And they had a guitarist called Richie Edwards, who I love. And he, um, there's a lot of kind of like mythology around Richie and stories and stuff. But the biggest, most famous one probably is that this journalist said that they weren't punk and. Basically, he stood there having a conversation with him backstage from a show and was just, having like, looking him in the eye and apparently looked him dead in the eye and got a razor blade out and carved for real into his own forearm and what right in front fuck? of the journalist just, like, slashed it in real quick and... Real quick? Yeah, just, like, just did it. And the guy's, like, stood there, like, terrified. Someone took a picture of him holding oh his arm God. before he goes to hospital. It's, like, deep in his arm and, like... He was like, yeah, that's like the most punk thing. It's like, it's awful. Like, don't do that. But also, like, that's fucking cool. Like
1: But it's so cool. It's so cool. Like, let's be awful. real.
0: Stop. From, from Ghetto Boys to something probably a little bit more uh, friendly to talk about, I guess, is uh, who's your favorite artist? Well,
1: you're never going to guess. It was <laughs> like totally out of left field.
0: This was a shock to me. Be,
1: it could be, yeah, it could be the rap group that my shirt references on Twitter. It's Tribe for sure, Tribe, because that's just the kind of basic white bitch I am. That's the white bitch answer is Tribe.
0: <laughs> I. Um, but it is. I, t- tell me why. Why do you love? Why do you love Tribe?
1: Um, this is kind of getting ahead of myself, but you asked later, you asked me what my favorite album is. And the fact that I said a tribe album that came out in
0: 2016,
1: yeah, yet they have good music spanning back to the 90s, that's why. Like, they he says it in, um, Fife says it in, in We the People,
0: yeah,
1: um a song on that album he says who can come back years later still hit the shot
2: uh, uh. we don't believe you cause we the people are still here in the rear yo we don't need you you ain't a killing off, good young nigga move when we get hungry we eat the same fucking food the ramen noodle. The so maniacal, reliable to pull a The irony is that this bad bitch in my lap, she don't know me she make money, she don't study that. She gon' give it to me, ain't gon' tell me none of that. She gon' take the brain away the place she spit
1: on that. The Dawson signs with, it. don't try to with it. VH1 has a show that you can which is down. insane. Like, who's making music for 20 years and remains consistent? You know, Tribe does that. That's yeah. why. That's why it's Tribe. I mean, from beats, rhymes, and life. You know, it's, like, they're consistent. They're so good. They're the kind of people, like, you You hear a new album and you're not worried, like, oh, is this gonna, like, when are they gonna start going downhill, you know? But it was, like, the best album I've yeah. ever heard.
0: I feel like a lot of hip-hop artists, and this is probably really unfair to all the hip-hop artists who I am not aware of, but I feel like a lot of hip-hop artists have great debut albums, like... Yeah, that's exactly right. And then they follow it up with something that's slightly less good, and then they like go downhill from there. Like Wu Tang is a classic example. Like perfect first album, and then everything on from there gets like slightly worse every time. But like I do think like Tribe, just I think you're right. They they stay consistent. They are not. They never get worse. I mean, I personally they're not like my favorite hip hop band like group, but.
1: Okay, well, I know, you. I know,
0: I was scared of saying it, but like, I could see the fury on your face as I was as I was <laughs> starting to think it. But, I think the fact that, I think Beats, Rhymes, and Life is my favorite album by them, and the fact that it's like 10 years after they started, and it's their fourth album, and they kind of, to me, that they get better and better and better with their first four albums, is like, that's insane. Like, most hip-hop artists don't do that. No, that,
1: that's why, like, we got it from here. I remember listening to it for the first time and, you know, you have low hopes because it was released right after Fife died and I'm like, well, how much of Fife is there in yeah. this, you know? And it has a good bit of Fife. He actually named the yeah. album, we got it from here, dot, 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 thank you for your service and everyone else was like, what does that mean? Like, we we don't know what yeah. that means. They kept the title and it was a good album. Yeah. It was so good. Like, I, I haven't liked any other artists, like even Fall Out Boy, I don't. <laughs> I don't listen to yeah. them anymore because like they just kept getting shittier and shittier, <laughs> you know. But not Tribe, like they're so consistent. And I think that if Five have lived, they'd go on forever, just making the best music yeah. I've ever heard. What
0: I particularly enjoy about um, Tribe is that they—I guess for me, a lot of the lot of the stuff I don't like about hip hop is people like is the really like braggy sort of stuff and like the. I'm not a big fan of gangster rap. I'm not a big fan of. Like the new wave of like Migos and all that sort of shit where they're just talking about how rich they are. Like I can't understand it. And like I can't relate to a lot of the stuff rappers talk about because we live very different lives. But I think we've tribe, they're one of those artists who, whilst it's not necessarily like the politics that have affected me, they talk about like social change a lot. And it's just so interesting to listen to, like, from their perspectives. It's they're real good storytellers. But also the beats are not... I don't know. They blend in like jazz a lot. And I really enjoy that in hip-hop. I, I love that... I don't know, the, the horns and stuff. Like the subtle, subtle horns. And I don't know. Like I say, they're not the one that has impacted me in the way they've impacted you, for example. But they I can see when I listen to stuff that I like, I can hear their influence all the way through stuff.
1: Yeah, and they're like, they're not you know the first to do the whole political no, lyrics kind of thing but they still do it i mean like in we the people i don't know if you've heard yeah. we the people but it's it's very you know subtweeting trump <laughs> the lyrics like i feel like i can't even sing them out loud because they're very controversial
0: yeah, I, I think but, that to keep it that fresh after you've been successful for so long is incredibly impressive like a lot of people seem to, like, disconnect from reality, whereas they still are able to sound like humans, you know? (laughs) Like, a lot of artists, like, I don't know, he's an obvious example, but you think about, like, Kanye, where he started and where he is now, just, like, totally off his head. Like, that hasn't happened to to Tribe, and they've done it over such a long period of time. No, Tribe hasn't
1: been like that at all, and I will say, like, I feel a little blasphemous saying this but Wu-Tang has kind of gotten that way a little bit you don't see people stick around from the 80s and not turn into assholes but Wu kind of has like I don't know if you heard about that album they did (laughs) I think it was 2014 where they recorded an album and then it was like one buyer Yep. got to listen to it and then they shot it off in his space I was like what the fuck if that is not the most pretentious <laughs> then, thing I've
0: ever heard they did it like they toured it and you could go I remember seeing that you could go but it wasn't like a show it was you could go to a gallery everyone had to leave their phones at the door and then you could listen to it once and then leave and it was in like it was in like this art gallery in London and there was like security everywhere and I was really tempted to go but also like Having heard everything they've done since their first album, I was like, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah that th- is that's fucking Not the woo
1: experience. Yeah, that just, that was a little disappointing,
0: honestly. <laughs> I, um, I mean, Q-Tip, going back to Tribe, is fucking ridiculously good, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, him, him and Fife, like the way they work off of each other, I mean, they all are. They all are. And what? the people they work with, like, ins- I'm, like, getting ahead of myself, but Stressed <sighs> Out, Consequence, yeah. like, Faith Faith Evans, just all the people they work with. Song. I mean, they're all good. I don't even think Tribe is in that song, but they all just work so well together. Yeah.
0: No, it's uh, they're, they're very good, and it's fun to... What I really like about doing this podcast when I bother to do it is I like hearing why things are important to people. Like, we can have totally different music tastes in some experiences but that doesn't matter because what's you the connection i think is that people have a music taste and something matters to people and there's an ability in music to just totally connect to people and the way you talk about tribe and not just like in this conversation but in the way i've always known you to talk about tribe is like i don't know it's like it just hit you and it worked immediately and everything was good like that's cool, that's like, everyone has a band or an artist or a, like, a group like that, and that's incredible, I think.
1: Oh, I hear me just feel so good about myself.
0: <laughs> You're worried about that giving your so answers, nice. I told you, it's, it's fun to do, I just want to hear about what you like and why you like it, that's all.
1: Oh, that's so nice, <laughs> no one's ever asked.
0: Well, there you go, this is Making Dreams Happen here on Interested in Music Podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, I mean, you touched on a couple of these already, but what, and, and you gave me a few answers actually when you said it, but what is your favorite album?
1: Um, oh, like the answer I gave you before.
0: Yeah. I mean, you gave me three, right. two of them were Tribe albums and I one of I gave you three? Yeah. What an asshole. I know. It was What hard. was the other one? The one that wasn't Tribe. It was to, uh, it was thirty six chambers, and I think your reason for giving it right. was because you knew we would have just spoken about it. Tribe. Was
1: yeah, it was like the generic answer. So, I'm gonna argue because um, if if any other hip hop lover heard me say that it was we got it from here, thank you for your service. It's like really, bitch, that just came out in 2016, and I know, but. I would say that before 2016, Beats, Rhymes, and Life was my favorite. Or, you know, 36 Chambers, if I'm being a basic bitch. Yeah. But I kind of went into this already. The reason that I like We Got It From Here, Thank You For Your Service, is because they're so freaking consistent. Like, I just yeah. wasn't expecting to sit down and listen to this album. And, like, this is just as good as anything. It's Check the Rhyme, anything they've ever done, yeah. you know? Um, we, we the people... Um, enough, I think I sent you Enough One time when you did a, a thread On Twitter, Enough is my favorite Like just that whole album is so good Is this enough Is this enough Is
3: this enough With the game. Don't tell Roby your name, provide words to her. Setting your body aflame. Ooh, you off the chain. I'm handling your terrain your valley. has me standing down to the follicles. About half of this bottle full of reasons for us to ball calming violations and travel vacations, huh? Place on your fancy bra Go take them vestments, so skin in my lips involve I'm making a place to solve. Jedi. And that's that's why I think it's just
1: the consistency like they never let me down you know yeah. they disbanded after that so yeah. they don't have a chance to disappoint me
0: <laughs> I um tell, tell me why why is enough your favourite track of that album jeez <sighs> oh,
1: just the uh the beats like the way it sounds the lyrics are really good i like dancing to it like a nard um, it's just so chill so laid back i can't i'm so bad at articulating why i like stuff it was good i liked it
0: oh ah, why did you enjoy this thing it was enjoyable great good stuff yeah I um,
1: I liked it.
0: <laughs> it's honestly, I'm I'm not overly familiar with the album. I mean, I know we the people because that was big and like when it came out, that was the one I think everyone listened to because you wanted. Solid to hear what wall they did. of
1: sound is another really solid one
0: very consistent album all the way through like I feel like a lot of albums have filler in them and this one doesn't at all um, no
1: it really doesn't and I just love like the shady throws like he's not pretend Fife I mean is not pretentious like Wu-Tang the line <laughs> in we the people where he says who can come back years later still hit the shot like that just god that just fucking gets me every time because they can Like no yeah. Who else can do that You know like Run DMC Who all NWA Nobody's producing music 20 years later in still like I that don't good. think
0: anyone From that era Has been consistent like, No I they're love,
1: really not um,
0: I love Arrested Development But really Only the first Maybe two albums After that They turn shit Like There's a lot of artists From that era I haven't who, listened
1: to Any Arrested Development
0: You'd like their first album uh, Three years Really uh, Home, it's, called. It's, it's like like number, like number of years, number of days, number of months, or something like that. Um, but it's it's that's a very good album. You'd like that. Um, but I, I mean, I feel like, I mean, you're you're saying that Thirty Six Chambers is the basic answer. But I, I love Thirty Six Chambers for the record, and maybe that makes me basic. But it's a fucking good album.
1: No, it's, it's... good. Doesn't it's just you know the rest isn't as as good and I I love Wu it's just there's like a pretension there that like um so the Riza the Riza wrote a book and I read it because I thought like oh I can get inside the Riza's head this will be fun yeah and it was just. So- such bullshit I mean it was just very like enlightened religious bullshit and you know I'm like I knew Woo is you know they're very religious like I'd say they're like religious hop but god it just that and then the like come pay to hear all of them once before we shoot it off into the moon that kind of thing is just like <laughs> I just can't get yeah, down with that it's so Chambers far from
0: so their roots good. and I mean I don't care about anything I've done since I mean I remember Gravel Pit coming out and like loving it but also knowing it was terrible you know what i mean like it's fun but it's so bad and but like 36 yeah. chambers is great all the way through and i don't care what anyone says people can write to me and tell me i'm basic if they want to but it's fine i i will take it because i fucking love that album it's amazing and i love the way So, what's your work.
1: favorite song from 36 chambers Chessboxing. okay yeah I can get down
0: with that yeah what what are you thinking
1: Tears is, I think, the first woo song I ever heard.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check the strip.
3: Me and the guards getting not rip. in the grip. 40 dogs in my lips. Had a box. Who moved the baseball blast? Who was laughing? Had all the girls that fast? Conversation. mothers had that begin to the sky. Hey, hey yo, raw. Raw. Remember that, that kid bush? Bush. Oh, yeah. He ran, but he didn't get fall, because I dropped him. <laughs> not knowing exactly what my mother set them out for bread. Get the what? It's a hot day in the summer. Didn't expect to come across a crazy gunner. Hey, sure. Check it from the
0: bag in the dough. Tis good. I mean, my, I, I. I. Unlike you, I prepare for these things and I wrote down.
1: <laughs> Am I being dragged? Yeah.
0: Yeah, you are. I'm gonna change that promo video to be really mean. Um, doesn't even prepare doesn't even know her own answers um, <laughs> didn't
1: do her homework what like a, a stupid bitch, bitch.
0: <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I love chess boxing I love method man uh, the song but also the rapper um, protect your neck the
1: whole crew. thing is good
0: yeah they're fucking amazing uh, what I think Jizza
1: is, like, is good Jizza's my favourite out of everybody not fucking RZA since I read his dumbass RZA is I thought it was RZA
0: RZA is like I don't know so I think he's a genius, but I also think he's a twat. Like, as. Like, he is.
1: That's probably the
0: The thing is, like, that's crazy about them as a group, I think, is there's like the nine of them, and when they started, like, before, like, the, the reason 36 Chambers is so good, right, is because none of them had record deals as individuals, and to create the songs, he said to them, Who wants to be on this song? And they'd say, I do and then he'd go alright there's six verses whoever's got the best verses can be in and like that's how they made their music and that's why it's so good and that's why everything afterwards sucks as well though because he did the same thing and was like here's the beat who wants to be on it and Method Man goes basically like, oh, us. And he's like, all right, well, battle. And they're like, well, I've got a solo album coming out. I'm not going to waste my best bars on you when I've got to split the royalties. I'm going to do that on my solo album. And all that fucking solo yeah. stuff sucks as well. Or maybe not all of it, but a lot of it's,
1: it. It's, no, it's not good. The only good solo woo album is Liquid Swords by Jizza.
0: It's yeah. the only
1: one. I think I sent you Shadow Boxing. I, yeah, I love, I love.
0: I love. Yeah, I mean, I hate saying jizzer yeah. because it sounds sounds rude, and it's not gizzo. meant to be. <laughs> um, that, there was a hand
1: motion I, there I mean,
0: for the listeners. They, the listeners do not need to know about that disgusting <laughs> hand gesture you just did. <laughs> I, um, I I what I love about Wu right is my brother went to see them like two or three years ago.
1: No shit. And
0: he went. And you know how they're like... So there's like... There's nine again now because after ODB died, they let Cappadonna in the back, right? And basically, they'll go to stuff, but only some of them will go. And like, he saw them play and it was basically like, you got Inspector Deck. And that was it. And it's like... Just the worst ones. <laughs> like
3: oh, Imagine sad. going
0: like they turned up late, they're clearly fucked and it's just the shit ones who yeah, no one cares see, about. It's like you've got one verse, mate, you shouldn't be here. Don't try and cover your that's friends' songs. Dreadful. Like yeah. I like that sort of like disdain for the audience. Anyway, we get sidetracked by Wu Tang when a you bummer. said that <laughs> when you said that they're basic and you hate them.
1: No, I did not say that.
0: I hate them because they launched their music to space. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, is that not the douchiest, it like, is. worst thing I you've didn't ever heard? I know they launched
0: it to space, but that is fucking... It's it was,
1: it, Yeah, it was something stupid like that. I'm like, well, these guys forgot their roots. 100%. <laughs>
0: they, um, yeah. They, <laughs> they're clearly off their fucking heads. But... Which, yeah, if
1: that's what they want to do, I mean, that's fine. Yeah. But, like, I'm not about to go try to go see a Woo show where the two worst members <laughs> just back and forth. <laughs> I'm good on that. All right.
0: Is there an artist that you think you should like based on all the stuff that you do that you just can't get into?
1: Yeah, so I, I would say that it's Dr. Dre, um just because, you know, they were the dynamic duo. They were the ones with the talent in NWA. Dr. Dre with the beats and Cube with the rhymes. Um, But I just, I don't like Dre. Like, I I think what he did with NWA was great, but... I think Cube kind of carried N.W.A., which is not a controversial opinion. But Dre by himself, like the Chronic,
3: not my thing. My last album was the Chronic. They wanna know if he still got it. They say raps changed. They wanna know how I feel about it. Doctor Dre is the name. on my head of my game.
1: I think when Dre collabs with Snoop. Then I can kind of get behind it, but other than that, I just I I think I just don't like any like MC Ren is okay, but like I think I just have a beef with people in in W A who aren't Cube doing solo stuff
0: because <laughs> um, he's
1: like the only one where I'm like he's solid, he can carry himself, you know? Yeah,
0: I think um, I mean I I would never say I'm like super into Doctor Dre, however, I think he's got some really good songs.
1: Like, what? I think... And I'm not going to know what, you, what you're what you going to tell me because I don't listen to Dre, so... Do you not
0: listen to anything?
1: Like, all right, I'm down. No, like, I listened to The Chronic, and I was like, no, I'm good. And that was it. Okay, well, so, from
0: The Chronic, you got Nothing But A G Thing, and that is, what thang. But I really feel I weird mean, saying thang, so I have to say thing, but it makes me sound even whiter <laughs> than I am. But that is a great song. And, yeah, maybe because...
1: It's, it's good, but he's not consistently good. No, he's not consistently good. good. I, don't,
0: I, I definitely am not like a super Dr. Dre fan, you know, but I think, like, Still Dre is a great song. I think... I, I mean, maybe... Forgot about Dre. I mean, again, I guess, like, now I'm thinking about it, like, all of his best songs are he collaborations sucks. with someone else. Making it he's,
1: he's great with Snoop. He's great with Cube. Actually, it's funny you say that because Shea Serrano picked his 1992 song's Nothing But A G Thing. So I'll see. I haven't read that chapter yet, but I'll see what he says about it. Maybe he can convince me. But, like, I don't know what the cultural significance of it was, but when I first heard it, I was like, no, I'm, I'm probably good. I mean, I that. guess
0: the, um, the cultural significance is going to be everyone he worked with subsequently, right? It's... M and it's Snoop Dog, it's Nate Dog, it's Warren G. Like he, I guess, to I, I would say to to me and to may, maybe other people is like when I think about West Coast gangster rap, you can't not think about Dr. Dre. Like he's he no, he created true. the beats, he created the sound for that entire like genre.
1: That is, that's very true. I mean, it's not like I think I'm just being a bitch. Like I just love Cube. You know, and yeah. I just, I think the lyrics carried in W A. So I'm like, oh, the music, the beats, that's not important. He wasn't that good. But
0: do you, do you like his his collabs? Do you like what he produces, or is it just generally Dre? You just don't like him.
1: As I mean, it's not that I don't like him. Like as far as his role in NWA Partnering with Cube, I enjoy that. Him partnering with Snoop, I enjoy that. I don't like either of them separately. Other than that, like I just don't really get what the hype is. Yeah. You know, it's not that I don't like them, I just feel like they're more... Like, if we're going to pick the most talented member in WA, it's going to be cute. So, like, it's not Dre. Yeah. I think... He can't write lyrics for shit.
0: No, he can't. And he has other writers on his music as well, like, on his records. Like, all his songs are, like, co-written. Yeah, so... I think part of the reason he's got that um, mythology around him as well, and, like, the anticipation for his records is because... He's fucking he's done 3 and his first one was in 92. Like they are spaced out and he makes people wait and that is why I think it people want to yeah. hear it. I don't know. I mean, he's
1: got the history. He's yeah. got, you know, NWA like, oh, he's he's from NWA. He's <laughs> it's going to be good.
0: Um okay. This is uh, a new thing I'm doing for this season of this podcast Uh-oh. um this is something that you weren't allowed to prepare for not that preparation oh, has made any difference to your other answers but <laughs> um this is a quick fire being
1: roasted again yeah,
0: yeah okay okay so i just want the first answer that comes to your head right i don't want you to think about oh, it i just want you to say you ready there's five questions
1: no oh jesus are you
0: ready you prepared okay just breathe. I guess. Okay. Question one. What's the song that makes you dance?
1: Um, okay, this is so corny, but it's Rapper's Delight by Sugar Hill Gang. Like I literally just listened to that today in my bathroom mirror, so
0: <laughs> Amazing. What's the song that makes you sing?
1: Step to My Girl by Souls of Mischief. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I hear uh, every single word. What's a song that makes you cry?
1: 6 feet deep, I got boys.
0: What's a song to work out to?
1: To work out yeah. to? You
0: I don't run, work out. Right? What would you run to?
1: I run to my inner voice.
0: <laughs> Do you don't <laughs> put music on it. I run to
1: music. <laughs> What do you mean work out? Like I don't work out to music. Yeah, like um, people
0: listen to music as they work out. I make something up. I mean, if you got no I answer, don't. Then say no. No answer, I guess. But
1: no answer. Everyone will
0: think you're weird, but it's fine. Um.
1: Um. Okay. Wait. The last note. Okay. So I did like stretch yesterday.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I listened to Boys by Beach Bunny.
0: Perfect. And uh, last one. And. This is a mood question. Is uh, what's a song to make out to?
1: Ew, I don't make out.
0: I mean, if you had to, if you had to make out, what song would you put on?
1: Um, I don't like this rapid fire. Okay, so how about The Orgy <laughs> by Pep Love and J Biz? <laughs> Does that work?
0: Yeah, fine, brilliant. <laughs> Um,
1: nothing like making out to a song about an orgy and and gumbo and inviting your neighbours over to fuck the
0: ladies love it am I right they do (laughs) (laughs) okay that was that those were the questions that was the podcast Um,
1: that's it yeah
0: it's easy right nothing to be scared of
1: I mean, I threw up a little, but
0: <laughs> um,
1: I kept it in my mouth. So
0: smooth. Um, how that's do we mean. find you online?
1: You don't.
0: I mean, you do. I mean,
1: I, I guess if you want to, it's Maison de Clee. That's Twitter,
0: and then Mason M
1: Mason de Chris <laughs> on Twitter, <laughs> and then M on Instagram, if that's what you're into. I'm I think not.
0: more than that, I don't want people just to find you on social media. You do writing as well. Where can people find your writing?
1: Um, they can't because it sucks. Are you talking about, like, on Medium?
0: Yeah. Well, plug your Medium. Take advantage of uh, it. You might get one or two more hits.
1: I don't even know what it is, to be honest. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, it might just be my name. I don't Probably. know. I'm really terrible at promoting myself as you can see is it just my name I don't know Mason I feel like I wanted to change it when I changed my handle I don't know if I did at
0: Mason Peedfoot
1: okay there you go good luck selling it
0: (laughs) I'm good P-I-E-D-F-O-R-T done
1: oh thanks a lot Tom.
0: everyone's online now you've been doxxed congratulations Ouch, um, <laughs> I've been ducks. <doxed. laughs> it's happened. Sorry, that's what happens just on this podcast. I'm doing it left, right, and center. Um, I come on
1: here to get roasted and ducks. Feels yep, good. Yep,
0: that's that's how we roll.
1: Oi.
0: Oh, Last thing to do. Um recommend a song to play out the podcast.
1: My favorite song of <coughs> time. Excuse you, I'm talking, Tom.
0: I'm gonna edit this part out so no one will be able to hear me coughing. They'll just hear you being a bitch. <laughs> please,
1: please leave in that part about me being an asshole.
0: I'm gonna leave and that you, in the whole bit.
1: And you're not doing anything wrong. That's good. My favorite song of all time that everyone should hear is Stressed Out featuring Faith Evans by a tribe called Quest. And Fife's not even in it, but it's
0: still a fucking bop. Well, in that case, we're going to play it. Well, first, before I say we're going to play it now and then press play, what I'll say is thank you for doing this. I've appreciated it. I've had fun. I'm sure the people will enjoy listening to it. It's Um, been okay, I
1: guess.
0: It's been okay, I guess. What a glowing review. (laughs) Five-star podcast, everyone. (laughs) Okay, well, we'll play that now.
3: complain, but the things in the game. What's your name? Consequence, I'm tight, burnt like flames. And why's that? American dream, they got this ghetto kid in the fiend. Don't stress
2: that, cause it's not in your bloodstream. Your whole being comes from greatness, Do you remember. Chase Long got you caught in the storms of December. And brothers, mm-hmm. brothers on the block packing eyes right
3: like September. Change these situations, you get all slender. Yo, I be on the avenue where they be acting brand new. I'm sludging on these Reebok joints for shorty sure boo. All of a sudden, I saw these two kids fronting, Talking
2: out their joints, but they wasn't saying nothing. My hand was on my toolie, they was acting unruly. Your word up, yo, I was tight, caught up But I swallowed my pride to let that nonsense ride Because the positive, it seems that negative die yeah, we was at the dice game, making these cats silly slamming, steady, running no effect the Willie. I had my cash, fixed my rent loop with my Play-Doh I gotta see some for so all my girls I blow Took those shits in my palm, let them hit the floor Kept my eyeballs smoking for them pigs popo. I got to go on the app, see my parole by four. But I got a steady fleet. These boys like Jojo. And I was doing it till I met Ice Spike The mic won't roll. They had my pockets so the that sprite. Yo, I know the feeling when you feeling like you feeling. You be having good thoughts, but the evils be revealing. And the stresses of life could take you off the right path. Yeah. Jealousy and envy tends to infiltrate your staff. We gotta hold it there so we can move on past all adversities so we can get through fast.
3: W O. Your baby's on the way, and
2: you don't know
3: who. In Corsetown, niggas tryna bust at you. Ayo, they got me stressed out,
2: and you don't know what
3: to do. So, bring this Kodak Black, your vision through my contacts with a poultry scrap. Brokers get pistol smacked. The switch hint, and Queens, niggas liquid short fitting. We're real puppy, and now your first love is thrills. Your vision of the mills got crushed like hey, lover, try to rise to the top. You just couldn't recover, and all I want is my laceration of the pie. To get this wet clean before the water runs dry. Niggas flash and yo, I don't know why you chick is snitching She got you cruising to the pokey like Smokey The truck, you trying to three-second homie Well, I be trying to get star status like Shinobi So we can build a dynasty Just like the Kobe And all I want is the world to know my C. These money-hungry niggas is 7.30 And got me stressed out like you call Game
0: to start a band or a group today what would it be called
1: oh i'm about to be so derivative is that okay yeah do it a tribe called ghetto
0: <laughs> nice that's good <laughs> it's I,
1: not it's, it's really it's, stupid
0: it's fucking awful but i love it it's good
1: <laughs> a bunch of white bitches called a tribe called ghetto <laughs>
0: perfect <laughs>